Numbers chapters 25 through 27. While Israel lived in Shittim, the people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. These invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel yoked himself to Baal of Peor, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, Take all the chiefs of the people and hang them in the sun before the Lord, that the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel. And Moses said to the judges of Israel, Each of you kill those of his men who have yoked themselves to Baal of Peor. And behold, one of the people of Israel came and brought a Midianite woman to his family in the sight of Moses and in the sight of the whole congregation of the people of Israel, while they were weeping in the entrance of the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose and left the congregation and took a spear in his hand and went after the man of Israel into the chamber and pierced both of them, the man of Israel and the woman through her belly. Thus, the plague on the people of Israel was stopped. Nevertheless, those who died by the plague were twenty-four thousand. And the Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, has turned back my wrath from the people of Israel, in that he was jealous with my jealousy among them, so that I did not consume the people of Israel in my jealousy. Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace, and it shall be to him and his descendants after him the covenant of a perpetual priesthood, because he was jealous for his God and made atonement for the people of Israel. The name of the slain man of Israel who was killed with the Midianite woman of Zimri, the son of Salu, chief of the father's house belonging to the Simeonites, and the name of the Midianite woman who was killed by Cosby, the daughter of Zer, who was the tribal head of her father's house in Midian. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Harass the Midianites and strike them down, for they have harassed you with their wives, with which they beguiled you in the matter of Peor, and in the matter of Cosby, the daughter of the chief of Midian, the sister, who was killed on the day of the plague on account of Peor. After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and to Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, Take a census of all the congregation of the people of Israel from twenty years old and upward by their fathers' houses, all in Israel who are able to go to war. And Moses and Eleazar, the priest, spoke with them in the plains of Moab by the Jordan and Jericho, saying, Take a census of the people from twenty years old and upward. As the Lord commanded Moses, the people of Israel who came out of the land of Egypt were Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, the sons of Reuben, of Hanak, the clans of the Hanakites, and Palu, the clan of the Palites, and Hezron, the clan of the Hezronites, and Carmi, the clan of the Carmiites. These are the clans of the Reubenites, and those listed were 43,730. And the sons of Palu, Eliab, the sons of Eliab, Nemuel, Dathan, and Abram. These are the Dathan and Abram, chosen from the congregation who contended against Moses and Aaron in the company of Korah, when they contended against the Lord. And the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up together with Korah, when that company died, when the fire devoured 250, and they became a warning. But the sons of Korah did not die. The sons of Salmon, According to their clans, Nemuel, the clans of the Nemulites, of Jamin, the clan of the Jaminites, and Jachin, the clan of the Jachinites, and Zerah, the clan of the Zerahites, of Shaul, the clan of the Shahulites, these are the clans of the Simeonites. 
22,200. The sons of Gad, according to their clans, of Zephon, the clan of the Zephonites, of Haggai, the clan of the Haggites, of Shunai, the clan of the Shunites, of Ozni, the clan of the Ozanites, of Ari, the clan of the Arites, of Arod, the clan of the Arodites, of Arli, Arli, the clan of the Arliites. These are the clans of the sons of Gad, as they were listed. 40,500. The sons of Judah were Ur and Onan, and Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan. And the sons of Judah, according to their clans, were of Shelah, the clan of the Shelanites, of Perez, the clan of the Perizzites, of Zerah, the clan of the Zerahites, and the sons of Perez were of Hezron, the clan of the Hezronites, of Hamuel, the clan of the Hamulites. These are the clans of Judah as they were listed, 76,500. The sons of Issachar, according to their clans, of Tola, the clan of the Tolaites, of Puva, the clan of the Punanites, of Jashueb, the clan of the Jashubites, of Shimron, the clan of the Shimronites, these are the clans of Issachar, as they were listed, 64,300. The sons of Zebulon, according to their clans, of Sered, the clan of the Seredites, of Ilan, the clan of the Elamites, of Jahalel, the clan of the Jahalelites, these are the clans of the Zebulonites, as they were listed, 60,500. The sons of Joseph, according to their clans, Manasseh and Ephraim. The sons of, the Man of Manasseh, of Machir, the clan of the Machirites, and of Machir was the father of Gilead, of Gilead, the clan of the Gileadites. These are the sons of Gilead, of Izer, the clan of the Izerites, of Helak, the clan of the Helakites, and of Asriel, the clan of the Asrelites and of Shechem, the clan of the Shechemites, and Shemidah, the clan of the Shemidites, and Hefer, the clan of the Heferites. Now, Zelophohan, the son of the Hefer, had no sons, but daughters. And the names of the daughters of Zephaled were Mahalal, Noah, Hogalah, Milakah, and Tirsah. These are the clans of Manasseh, who those listed were 52,700. These are the sons of Ephraim, according to their clans, of Shetuliah, the clan of the Shetuliahs, of Baker, the clan of the Bekarites, of Tahan, the clan of the Tahanites, and these are the sons of Shutaleah, of Aran, the clan of the Aranites. These are the clans of the sons of Ephraim, as they were listed, 32,500. These are the sons of Joseph, according to their clans. The sons of Benjamin, according to their clans, of Bela, the clan of the Belaites, of Ashbuel, the clan of the Ashbuelites, of Echariam, the clan of the Ahromites, of Shephuniaham, the clan of the Shephahamites, of Hufam, the clan of the Hufamites, and the sons of Bela, and Ard, and Naaman, of Ard, the clan of the Aradites, of Naaman, the clan of the Naamites, these are the sons of Benjamin, according to their clans, and those listed were 45,600. These are the sons of Dan, according to their clans, of Shuham, the clan of the Shuhamites. These are the clans of Dan, according to their clans. All the clans of the Shuhamites, as they were listed, were 64,400. The sons of Asher, according to their clans, of Imnah, the clan of the Imnahites, of Ishvi, the clan of the Ishviites, of Bariah, the clan of the Baraites, of the sons of Bariah, of Eber, the clan of the Heberites, of Malachiel, the clan of the Malachite, Malachalites, 
and the name of the daughter of Asher was Sarah. These were the clans of the sons of Asher as they were listed. 53,400. The sons of Naphtali, according to the clans of Jahazel, the clan of the Jahazelites, of Guni, the clan of the Guniites, of Jezer, the clan of the Jezerites, of Shilliam, the clan of the Shilliamites. These are the clans of Naphtali, according to the clans of those listed, were 45,400. This was the list of the people of Israel, 601,730. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Among these the land shall be divided for inheritance according to the number of names. To a large tribe you shall give a large inheritance, and to a small tribe you shall give a small inheritance. Every tribe shall be given its inheritance in proportion to its list. But the, the land shall be divided by lot. According to the names of the tribes of the fathers, they shall inherit it. Their inheritance shall be divided according to a lot between the larger and the smaller. This was the list of the Levites according to their clans. Of Geshron, the clan of the Geshurites, Geshuranites, of Kohath, the clan of the Kohathites, of Merari, the clan of the Merites, these are the clans of Levi, the clan of the Libanites, the clan of the Hebronites, the clan of the Mahalites, the clan of the Mushites, the clan of the Korahites, and Kohath, the father of Amran. The name of Amran's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, who was born in Levi in Egypt. And she bore to Amran, Aaron, and Moses, and Miriam, their sister. And to Aaron were born Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died when they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord. And those listed were 23,000, every male from a month old and upward. For they were not listed among the people of Israel, because there was no inheritance given to them among the people of Israel. These were those listed by Moses and Eleazar the priest, who listed the people of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho. But among these, there was not one of those listed by Moses and Aaron the priest, who had listed the people of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. For the Lord had said of them, They shall die in the wilderness. Not one of them was left, except Caleb the son of Jephaniah, and Joshua the son of Nun. Then drew near the daughters of Zohaphehad, the son of Hepher, son of Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, the clans of Manasseh, the sons of Joseph. The names of his daughters were Mahala, Noah, Hoga, Melukah, and Tizra. And they stood before Moses and before Eleazar the priest and before the chiefs of all the congregation at the entrance of the tent of meeting, saying, Our fathers died in the wilderness. He was not among the company of those who gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but died for his own sin. And he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be taken away from his clan because he had no sons? Give to us a possession among our father's brothers. Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord said to Moses, The daughters of Zohaphehad are right. You shall give them possession of an inheritance among their father's brothers, and transfer the inheritance of their father to them. And you shall speak to the people of Israel, saying, If a man dies and has no son, then you shall transfer his inheritance to his daughter. And if he has no daughter, then you shall give his inheritance to his brothers. And if he has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to his father's brothers. And if his father has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to the nearest kinsman of his clan, and he shall possess it, and it shall be for the people of Israel a statute and a rule, and the Lord commanded Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up into this mountain of Abraham, and see the land that I have given to the people of Israel. When you have seen it, you shall also be gathered to your people, as your brother Aaron was. Because you rebelled against my word in the wilderness of Zim, when the congregation quarreled, failing to uphold me as holy at the waters before their eyes, 
These are the waters of Meribah, of Kadesh, and the wilderness of Zim. Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of the all flesh, appoint a man over the congregation, who shall go out before them and come in before them, who shall lead them out and bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord may not be as sheep that they have no shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, a man whom, whom this is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Make him stand before Eleazar the priest and all the congregation, and you shall commission him in their sight. You shall invest him with some of your authority, that all the congregation of the people of Israel may obey. And he shall stand before Eleazar the priest, who shall inquire for him by the judgment of Urim before the Lord. At his word they shall go out, and at his word they shall come in, both he and all the people of Israel with him, the whole congregation. And Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and made him stand before Eleazar the priest and the whole congregation. And he laid his hands on him and commissioned him as the Lord had directed Moses. Romans chapter 2 verses 1 through 16. Therefore you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same thing. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do you suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them in yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? But because of your hard and impenitent hearts, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteousness judgment will be revealed. He will render to each one according to his works. To those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be a tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil, the Jew first and also the Greek, but glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also for the Greek, for God shows no partiality. For all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. For when Gentiles, who do not have the law, by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them. On the day when, according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus. Reading the book of Numbers can be a bit tedious at times, especially because there are so many censuses taken in which the tribes are counted. One of the things that I like that helps me in looking at this and seeing the point, maybe why it exists just at a high level, is the total number of people in the nation of Israel. In the section that we read this morning between chapters 25 and 27, there is a census taken in chapter 26 where it ends with the people of Israel being numbered 601,730. Now that number is all of the men who are um, 20 years of age and older. And so that number represents only those who would be prepared for battle. This is the same method used in Numbers chapter 1, where the total number of the people in Israel were numbered 603,550. 
Now, what's interesting about this is consider what's taken place between Numbers 1 and Numbers 26. First of all, God told that the people who, that generation that was in the wilderness, that they would not go into the promised land and that all of them had died. So an entire generation had passed away. Not only that, but a plague had befallen Israel because of their adulterous, idolatrous relationship with the Moabites and being able, being uh, burdened or yoked to Baal, this false god. Because of that plague, Numbers tells us, that 24,000 people died. So not only has a whole generation passed away, but 24,000 people of the nation of Israel have died. And still, when we count those who are ready for war in Israel, there are 601,730 people. We see God's discipline, and it's easy to think that he is turning away or that he's leaving these people. But if we remember yesterday's reading, as we looked at how Balaam is unable to curse the people of Israel because God says that he's going to continue to bless them, we look at these numbers and it affirms all over again, God is faithful to his people even when he is disciplining them. It might be uncomfortable, but God's still at work blessing them. He's still providing for them. He is still providentially caring for them and causing them to prosper and to multiply, making them a nation ready to go and take the land that God has given to them for an inheritance. This is a remarkable reassurance of God's love towards his chosen people. That is why it is so necessary that we not just be people of the law, but that we be people who do the law and our zeal that we love God and that we are zealous for his name, that we share in his righteous jealousy for his glory, that it would be our singular focus in our day-to-day -day life. How can you be zealous for God? How can you live for God's truth and righteousness in your life? It starts with you. Are you jealous or do you even realize that he is jealous for your affection? You can give him all of yourself in glory and this is where it all begins.